I'll bet you didn't know that you're a trailblazer, a workforce pioneer. Well, if you're a remote worker, that's exactly what you are. Because in the past year, so many of us have been relegated to working away from the office and setting up shop at home, in your car, in a coffee shop, and other places that you never thought were meant to be workplaces at all. But I'll tell you something, future generations will thank you. I'm Dan Nessel, podcaster, communicator, marketer, and longtime remote worker. And I'm Andrew Silberman, president and chief enthusiast of Advanced Management Training Group and author of Get a Grip on Remote Work. And we welcome you to season one of the Remote Work Companion Podcast, 10 episodes based on Andrew's book, where our mission is to make remote work work better for you. Welcome to the Remote Work Companion. I'm Dan Nessel. And I'm Andrew Silberman. And we're here to help you have a more rewarding remote work experience. Welcome back, everybody. I think we talked last time about being essential and how we're all essential. And today, yeah, let's talk with Andrew about this a little bit. Even being the most essential person, even being having known, knowing that you belong and that you're needed, you still get pretty damn tired looking at the screen all day long, right? <laughs> so, you know, a pitfall, a common pitfall that most of us are facing who are working remotely is the fact that you're looking at this damn screen all day long, blue rays or sorry, blue waves, whatever, blue light. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, intense eye focus and these terrible things that are taking place <laughs> physiologically, they just wear on you, right? So how can you help yourself? How can you prevent getting what Andrew calls screened out yeah. in his book? Andrew, yeah. screened out. One of the things, I guess you could just uh, take a break and listen to a podcast now and then, right? <laughs> Get <laughs> I like your that idea. the screen. That's a little a bit self-serving maybe. <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, I first noticed this because it's not, it, it, the work itself on screen is difficult, right? It's challenging, but it, we, those of us who are in the field that is conducive to this kind of work realize, oh, you can do it, right? I, I do a lot of coaching over the screen or I'm doing mm -hmm. teaching in a, an MBA course. You, you can do this. The thing that's missing, and I realized that the most right after facilitating a new member orientation at the American Chamber of Commerce here in Japan, we do these once a month, twice a month. In real life, you have these sessions and you cover exactly what we do when we did it on screen. The problem is the after effects, I guess you'd call it the after party, the, after, the, the mingling, the, the no, instead of that, you go into another meeting that's on the screen. Yeah. So there's no walking down the street, getting a beer, talking, maybe going to a live house or something. No, it's we're in this world. And I, and so that's why I wanted to address this concept of getting screened out. And Dan, I think you're a perfect person to address it as well. Having done this remote work, what, five years now? Yeah, even? five years and change. I mean, <laughs> you got more than your 10,000 hours already, probably. Oh, easily. I'm a Gladwellian pro at this whole thing. <laughs> I, but like what, what gets me about it. And the more I think about it, there's, there's no one answer to why people get screened out. I, I talked about physiology. I mean, mm. last I checked that diploma behind me, if anybody's, who, nobody can see this cause we're not on video, but I have a diploma behind me. It is not a medical doctor, uh, <laughs> diploma. It is not a psych. It's not anything with a, with a doctorate of any kind, it's just my bachelor's and the bachelor's is not even a science. So therefore <laughs> when I talk about physiology, it's at best armchair pop science. But the fact is that we get tired looking at the screen and there's gotta be a lot of reasons for that. But one of the things I was thinking about was that the, the, the number of ways that you have to be focused when you are in a meeting on the screen 
is a lot different than the things that you need to be focused on when you're in person. And you'd think like intuitively, you'd be like, well, yeah, but I'm at home or I'm in a location that's comfortable for me. I don't, I don't even have to be wearing pants, <laughs> right? I mean, I could be super relaxed. Yeah. Obviously, we do not recommend that. But the point is, you know, you think that you're in a relaxed, but in reality, when you're on the screen all the time, I think it's so unnatural the way that you have to interact with people that you're not getting those physical cues that just right. gradually over the course of the day, at meeting after meeting after meeting, it just builds yeah. up in your system. And yeah. again, just one guy's thoughts here, but, you know, there's got to be a way to sort of reset yourself and- yep get purge that that yeah. buildup of of screened out residue yeah that's like mucking up the system yeah, it's like screen out nature in right we need more yeah. natural so this is all this technology is bringing us closer together and at the same time it's technology mm -hmm. if you didn't know anything about our relationship here as friends that go way back it would just be okay a couple of people staring at a screen like Physically, that's what you're doing. It's no yeah. different than watching TV and talking at it, <laughs> right? I remember the first time you'd hear people wearing their Bluetooth <laughs> headphones and, and having a telephone conversation. Oh, look at that guy. He's just walking down the street talking to himself. No, he's, <laughs> he's, he's on the phone. <laughs> I, used be, I used to be in the sales office in Japan, actually. And, you know, I was a marketing guy in the sales office. And all the sales guys had these, you know, had that new, brand new yeah. Bluetooth kind of headset. Yeah, the light walking, shining like, on. <laughs> the light shine, the blinking going on. And, um, you know, you knew who was like the, the leading salespeople because they get the thing first, <laughs> right. right? And once you get the Bluetooth, you know, once you got the Bluetooth activated, that meant, of course, you were untethered. So you could walk away from your desk and you yeah. could like kind of whatever. So you had the folks who were clearly like lording it over everybody else, walking around <laughs> the office, talking on their phone. And, you know, like that was the big thing. Now, of course, we have screens and we have video and you're once again tethered uh, to, to a location. Yeah. And you and you encouraged that, by the way, by telling me you were the first. I, I had read about this, but it was working with you on on your earlier podcast, on your your real podcast, <laughs> um, oh, to on. to plug in to plug in the headphones. And it's like, okay, but now mm -hmm. I'm tethered, like you said. Now I'm tethered. It's true, but the effect yeah. is that I can hear you a lot better. <laughs> well, it's right? true. So it's, that's the physical tether, right? Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, like, like when you're when you're looking at the screen, you know, on and on. I think what you said about it's like looking at looking at TV, looking at yeah. cartoon characters, you know, it's like it's not real people, it's a screen. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you're actually trying to so that maybe there's a cognitive dissonance in there where you're like you think this is a this is just a screen and it's not real, but it's real. They're yeah. real people. Yep. Like somewhere in the in the in the back of your brain, the the human in you that that is used to being around a campfire and you know trading stories with each other and giving each other the kind of down low on what's happening. And that campfire became a, became a conference table at some point, but the yeah. point is that you're around each other. Yeah. Now that's not happening and it's all, it's all virtual. So maybe there's part of the brain there. I'd have to get in touch with some of my, uh, some, some of my um, neuroscience uh, yes. professional yes. friends. Yes. Tell us, you know, Michael Netsley, if you're out there, but anyway, I think it just causes a lot of stress and what can we do to handle this, like to, to, when you're screened out, what's the best way to get energized back in or yeah. get, to get back into it? Well, so I, I take it on two fronts here. One is how to make that actual 
meeting that you're on or, or that you're participating in go better, right? Mm -hmm. And then what to do in between or, or just, so the key thing, you know, people, you probably hear this all the time, but you know, taking breaks. And the thing is, take breaks more often than you think are needed. I've never heard somebody say, no, no, no. So you get a group of 15 people, would you like to take a break? You'll never see everyone saying, no, I, I don't want to take a break. <laughs> so never. But every, every half hour or so, or even less, and giving people, if you're using this meeting, if you're having a, a, a Zoom meeting where you're conveying information, it's got to be chunked down so yeah. much more so that, so that people can take those breaks. So it's, it's in and out. That's one thing. So you're on and then you're off. When you're off, you know, taking a, taking a walk, doing some exercise. We talked about different apps that are out there that kill us yeah. on the exercise. We can absolutely do it, but especially if we, and especially if we see it as essential for our improvement, improving everybody's experience. The other one is this whole concept of engage. So I, I say engage because how can you make this interaction more real is by putting the human element into it, the, the, the true where I actually am mm -hmm. asking you a question and you need to come back. I remember when my son went from asynchronous learning to synchronous learning, big words in the past, but nowadays everybody knows <laughs> probably if you have kids, asynchronous being when they can watch recordings of their class versus synchronous where they're watching live, they're participating. Mm -hmm. And the difference is huge. I mean, the difference is that at any moment, the speaker, and I encourage this on everyone, don't leave this in the hands of just the facilitator, but anyone can ask anyone else anything at any time. Now, you don't want to go so broad like that, but I do yeah. want it to be where, where I said something and then Jody might say to Dan, hey, Dan, what did you really think of that? Do, do you agree with that? How did that be? Whatever it is in a positive way. So you don't want to get into squabbles mm -hmm. and bickering. But what we want to do is have it at any moment, you might be put on the spot. That's going to keep you engaged, right? That's going to make, that raises the intensity though. And that's what I love. And I quote in this chapter, this quote from Psychology Today article where they said, even the most extroverted among us can get really burned out by these, what they call high intensity virtual interactions. And that's what it Absolutely. is, it's high intensity, but we want that high. I don't want you to bring the intensity level down because that's gonna just, people are gonna not zoom, they're not gonna screen out, they're just gonna zone out. It's gonna that's be right. I, I, I mean, it, it, it completely this. saps your energy. You've talked yeah. about sapping energy and zapping energy. It's <laughs> yes. another thing we talk about, but, <laughs> yeah. but it, it, it does take so much out of you. And it's, I like, this whole quote about the high intensity interactive yeah. virtual, what is it? High intensity virtual, virtual interactions, interaction. Yeah. yeah. When you think about this whole high intensity thing, even, you know, even extrapolating that to your physical well being uh, and mm. to training, you know, nowadays, of course, high intensity interval training is the mm. thing, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, we were talking about working out earlier today, and, you know, me and Andrew are both of an age. Andrew of slightly more advanced age, but we're still of an age. <laughs> And, but, but we, you know, look, you get to a certain point, especially when you're working from home and you have these energy issues to deal with, yeah, yeah. you really need to stay healthy. You got to yeah. stay in shape. And, yeah. you know, I'm again, not a nutritionist, not a, no. a, a, a physical therapist or any, any sort of, you know, kind of coach of that kind whatsoever, mm -hmm. but being healthy, uh, staying in decent shape, uh, physically getting rest. So it's critical to all aspects of your life. Now, 
the whole thing about those, those doing the morning workouts that we do and doing them fast is high intensity interval training, right? You do a, you do incredibly hard, hard in exercise for a short interval. And then you take some rest. Yeah. You do something really hard for a while and then take some rest. And then after a while, it builds up your skill and builds up your, your physical stamina. It's gotta be the same thing with your virtual, let's call it your virtual juju. I mean, you know, you, you're going to build up your capabilities to deal with this virtual world, this work with this remote work by doing this intense part. By every time you have an intense meeting, you need to take a long rest. Yes. It doesn't not like, I mean, you know, there's no rule that says like in high, high interval, high intensity interval training where, you know, you do like whatever a minute, minute on and then like, like 30 seconds off yeah. or two minutes off, whatever. Yeah. There's no like, I don't think there's a rule yet about this. Like, but for every hour that you're on, maybe you should be off for 15 minutes yeah. or something, you know, yeah. whatever I bet, works for I you. I bet it's around that where we used to think it's like 55 minutes and then five minutes off from, from a normal work. Like let's say you're working on mm -hmm. writing or whatever, but in this world, I, I think you're that it's closer to that. It's 45, 15 or, or even more, even more off because when you're on, you're on yeah. and you want to make that on. We want to dial up, the intensity with engagement. And then we want to really, so it's like, okay, now turn the cameras off, you know, go away, get a cup of coffee, do the, do the exercises. The, the, I mean, I'm a big fan of these weighted jump ropes these days. You're doing the, the Adidas app, whatever it is, yeah. whatever it is that, that, that puts you into that position. And then remember that a lot of us are, and you'll see like right now I'm standing up, right? I, I became a big fan of this whole you're just better off standing, I think, than sitting mm -hmm. all day. If you're going to do something for just an hour or two, fine. But if you're going to be be at work, uh, I, I highly recommend going to the standing options. You're going to yep. perform better when you're talking to people. We are not, we're meant to be sitting down and relaxing. Not, it's kind of a weird thing that we, <laughs> this is a modern, right? Office world. That we, let's sit down and get to work. Uh, how about if we <laughs> stand yeah. up and get to work? <laughs> I, I like to mix it up, but I do, I, I did find the standing up a little bit like weird at first. I never mm. found it. I never found it bad. I always found it like a little odd. Oh, I'm standing and typing. What's this yeah. about? But <laughs> but you get used to it. And actually, I find it like I go up and down all day long. So I have one of those desks that raise, uh, you know, it just depends oh, on great. where the where the mood takes me. But oh, I thought you were talking about your moods. I thought you were talking about like- uh, My moods exactly are- <laughs> Highs and lows. <laughs> there are highs and lows. But, you know, I also like what you said in the book. We talked about engagement, but there's that other part of, you know, preventing screen out, I suppose. Mm. And that is- that is when it comes to not only your own, but caring for the way others are going through this process as well. And you know, it goes back to again, being mindful of other people, but being concise, man, be concise. Yes. The opposite of what I am in these podcasts. <laughs> well, yeah, but you are in writing because of this drunk and white, right? Going back to that paragraph should contain no unnecessary words, <laughs> right? A sentence can say no I unnecessary. Love it. Yep. I mean, the thing is, th this we're we're chatting. Or hopefully, this is we're we're companioning. I don't think that's the verb, but there's we're being a companion <laughs> for yeah. for anybody who's who's going along this journey. This is not about how concise we can be right here and right now. But if this were a meeting where we're trying to figure out what's the next project deadline, uh, who's going to get done what by when, mm -hmm. let's not use too much time. Yeah, for other things, especially if you consider other people's time. Right. Yeah. And you consider that there, especially if you're working globally, like I do, and like you do, Andrew, 
you know, you're dealing with people at all different parts of their day. Yes. If I am in a morning meeting with somebody from Japan, I know that that person is late at night for them. I may be able to sit there for 25, 30, 40, 50 minutes and maintain focus. Mm. My counterpart is going to do his best or her best to look like they're maintaining focus. But really, (laughs) after you've been working for 11 hours, how how possible is it? How, How So- being concise is not just for your own benefit, it is for their benefit as well. Yeah. You know, so it's, and it's always a good thing. And, you know, finally, I think the last thing that you said in the chapter here, Andrew, is about, is about just getting energized. Yeah. And we talked about that, you know, uh, you know, you said in the book, you talk about how getting, you know, zapping your energy yeah. has a different meaning. It's not just, we, we think of it as, oh, my energy was zapped means it was drained, no. but actually zap used to be to get like yeah. charged, zap, right? You don't want to be so <laughs> getting zapped is the opposite of getting sapped. So, you know, what can we do to energize? We talked about exercise, right? Yeah. What are some of the other things and we can some do? Of the, well, I, my favorite place to go. I mean, it's, it's, it's the drug with no side effects of music. And yeah. I purposely selected this one live is life. Opus's song. You go back. If you watch that, especially the video is hilarious. It's a little cheesy. The original one. But the band, they're singing about live is life. And it just, to me, that's what this whole, this podcast is live, right? Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's being recorded. <laughs> Somebody's going to gonna listen to it. We might listen to it for a laugh. <laughs> um, but, but, but cranking up a, a favorite song, I mean, this is talking, it's three minutes, it's four minutes, and it, it instantly hits. If you if you can create your own Spotify list, you, you were sharing earlier that you, you're yeah. not a big fan of their algorithm for when to play stuff, but you could set up your own. It's like, hey, I need my I need my opposite, you know, screened out. I need my screened out list. I'm gonna put a couple yeah, make of Yeah, that's a great idea, songs. actually. Make you hear here first, folks. Make yeah. yourself a screened out playlist. <laughs> yeah. What do you play? Like, you know, we're dating ourselves again, but mm. I don't know how many mixtapes you used to make, Andrew. I know that <laughs> I have, I made plenty. As gifts. <laughs> you always give them to the girls you're trying to impress. <laughs> well, exactly. You know, that's you know, I but I made a mixtape for you. You know how long that took? So, you know, don't the, the, the modern day mixtape takes 15 yeah. seconds to create, right. you know, on right. Spotify. But like create a playlist. I and and I would just recommend not to listen to it, not to watch videos. Mm. Good point. Between Zoom sessions. If the whole point is to prevent yourself from getting screened out, get away from a screen for a bit. Yeah. Another thing that I I do sometimes to get re-energized, and, and it's not exactly, it's not always, it's not always about taking a break. Mm. Sometimes it's just about doing something different and mm. getting away from the yeah. screen. So look, we all have work to do. I'll have the screen going. I'll be in a Zoom meeting, but I know that I might be on a deadline. I might have something to do. So I'll just maybe just to tune out of the screen for a bit, I'll go back and kind of go back to old school, you know, pen and paper. Yeah. And you know, start writing or, you know, or I'll, I'll change. That'll be now my session to read something. Right. Right. That's not on like screen. On, You're talking about not on screen. A, yeah. Or a you magazine. Know, and reading, I don't mean like necessarily going read, like turning off and reading a novel. Mm. Although that could be a great way for you to take a break. If you have that luxury, mm. I mean, all right, I've just been on two zooms in a row. I'm yeah. burnt out. You know what I'm going to do now? I'm going to go down and grab a cup of coffee, but I'm also going to crack open my my marketing book or my communications book and just figure out, you know, kind of a couple things that I need to get in my mind, mm. you know, for my next day or for whatever, you know, there's, you know, something different. 
I like that a lot because, yeah, I think it's it's exactly what a British guy told me one time. I remember he said, a change is as good as a rest. It's like, yeah. Oh, I like that too. Yeah, it's awesome. good. Yeah. Well, speaking of change, I think we have yep. to change <laughs> change out very soon and go to the next, there the we next go. episode soon. Sure. But uh, we've wrapped, I think we, we've talked a, a lot here about um, about getting screened out and what to do when you're, when you got too much zoom going on, uh, and obviously it's keeping up your energy. It is, it is finding ways to cope with your time so that you can get away from the screen and still, still be productive. Also recognize that, you know, you have people on the other side, uh, and who, who would, who don't necessarily want to be on the screen as long as you can be on the screen. So keep it brief, do things like that. And, um, you know, hopefully we'll, uh, we'll be less screened out in the future as we go. So engage, yep. be concise, and energize. As yeah, exactly. Awesome. All right, we'll see you next time. On The Rebound. Thanks for listening to this episode of Remote Work Companion with your remote work companions, Dan Nessel and me, Andrew Silberman. We hope you enjoyed our tips, tricks, and attitude shifts to make remote work work better for you. Any ideas for future episodes or tips and tricks you'd like to share? Contact us at podcast at remoteworkcompanion.com. That's podcast at remoteworkcompanion.com. And make sure you never miss an episode. Subscribe today on Apple, Spotify, Google, or the podcast player of your choice. And if you like what you hear, Leave a review. Thanks again for listening.